What's up, what's up? It's your host with the most, so let's have a toast. Lita Johnson, here on the Fire Leader Sports Podcast, Villanova Basketball, Villanova Radio. Yeah, I'm going to split things up because there's so much news I'm into now, I'm going more deeper. Uh, football, Villanova football, and basketball will have different ones, but when it's a combined, they just be all around. could be track, uh, which is, shout out to the track team, Villanova, a lot of people are competing very good and also um you know softball baseball thing to just jump and you know it could be all just a combined thing but now this is the basketball then we talk first i got big news and then i, I told y'all it was gonna be a surge in recruiting and people are so ignorant they don't they don't even understand what i'll be saying so they get ignorant like listen yes jay wright is the man he was the, you know, but Jay Wright had help. He didn't just do it himself. Jay Wright recruits just like Kyle Neptune recruited, just like Baker Dunleavy recruited, just like um, George Halkovich was recruiting, just like Mike Nardi recruits, just like Dwayne Anderson recruits. Like, come on. All right? Now. The surge is because now Kyle Neptune is another coach who has to put his stamp down. So he, it's going to be different than when he was an assistant coach. He has to do a lot more work, a lot more, you know, approaching recruits, being there with the assistant, you know, meeting with the assistants, with the recruits. It's not like Jay Wright can just have a guy. When, when you're already settled, Jay Wright can have, you know, the coaches go out and they get the guys and he eventually meets them. Now it's a more, little bit more aggressive because people got to feel Kyle Neptune because more people or by word, by word of mouth, were on to Jay Wright, you know. So that's how that, that's a, it's a little different. And Kyle Neptune is such a good recruiter. You, I mean, he's about to go. And he's doing it. So let's start there. Okay. We're getting to some roster situations as far as talking about Caleb Daniels. That's a guy I wanted to talk about. But, um, Boogie Flan. Let's talk about him. 2024, like 15th in the nation in 2024. A guy that can, you know, he's a point guard, an elite point guard. Boogie Flan is definitely good. Now, he recently said that um, he's going to visit Villanova, and he's excited to get up there. This is this is nothing but, listen, this is nothing but Kyle Neptune making those Along with coaches, it's other guys, I don't even know for sure. But there's a little bit more conversations going on with guys to approach. Boogie Flan is something big. And the way Villanova is recruiting for the 2024 class, you got to understand, like, this guys, if you're paying attention, there are guys they are recruiting that, you know, Connie Ross and, you know, there are guys that recruit that, that like that. It's a bigger thing going on with this class in Villanova in 2024. And one big thing is they do want guards to lead this class more than anything. And more aggressively. They're real aggressive with the guys they're talking about bringing along the way in this class. They're real aggressive. And the guys I think That are, that are looking at are all elite. Like, these guys are different. Now, Malachi Palmer, 
Hillcrest. I've all shout out to Hillcrest. They, we've always been in contact, and we 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 got a lot of history. <laughs> we got like Hillcrest is like that with players. Michael Foster Jr., Kyrie Walker, DeAndre Ayton. You know they're like that with players, and Malachi Palmer is one of them. And this guy has been tearing it up too. I've been looking at him. They've always contacted me about him. At first, they they, they brought him to my attention. Shout out to the Twitter page, um, Hillcrest Prep. And this guy is like that. And then he visits Villanova. Coach Joe, shout out to Coach Joe, who's one of the best out there. Um, for him to visit is big. You try to find, so then I do a scoop. I find out more. Yeah, this is, this is like that. This is a serious interest, and, and Villanova is making a hard approach. Now, Jacob Theodou is, is a point guard. One of the top point guards. Canadian, another Canadian. One of the top point guards in the 2024 class. This guy's like Steve Nash with a better jump shot, more all-around ability, longer, and has a killer instinct. You know what I'm saying? But they're both friends. Like, they're both friends. They're both friends. Malachi Palmer and Jacob Theodou is friends. Theodou and... Malachi Palmer could be an unbelievable Like, and then they talk about their friends. So they're making an approach for both of them. The Odo's already had a, a visit. And Mike Nardi is, Coach Nardi is recruiting him. So now we got Malachi Palmer. And Malachi Palmer is being recruited by Kyle Neptune. And Coach Nardi. You see the uh, the the one-on-one I got with Malachi Palmer for 247. Um, he made the visit. Yeah. And he's already, him and Jacob have already talked about playing the same. They, they did the Pittsburgh visit together. They both talked about already playing together. So now Villanova is going for both of them. It, it's real. It, it, something's brewing hard. My sources have already told me how close Jacob and Malachi are. I mean, you're talking about a, a point guard like Jacob. Like a point guard like Jacob to have a guy like Jacob. A point guard like Jacob will be crazy for the next goal. And then you're talking about, okay, now we got Boogie Flynn. This is just recruiting-wise. We don't even know. What, what if they would want all three? That would, we just know Boogie Flayed is interested, which means he's had, you know, it has to be contact. When a person comes up there and visits, it has been, you know, mutual interest. Just like, you know, just like the Jalen Green situation. Brand, I remember Brandon Boston coming to visit the same time around Jalen Green was visiting. They boy all visit, they call up. There's got to be mutual interest in there big time. Boogie Flayed coming up there for a visit. It will happen. Coaches are going to look to this. Now, this is... This is big. So now we're talking about guards really leading 2024. And we'll see where else they'll go. But this is now 2023. Who wants to, this is a little different. Deshaun Harris Smith is the leader of this class. They want him committed. He's the top target. Like he's been the top target for a long time. Even over Justin Edwards, Deshaun Harris Smith is the guy Villanova wants. It's not even. You know, the basketball, you know, 
basketball legacy of their high school, like they're going after Deshaun Harris Smith, and I think Deshaun Harris Smith commits. Now, looking at other guys that can commit after him, it's so many different type of factors in 2023. Justin Edwards, I think, you know what? I'm hearing back and forth, you know. Tennessee, Kansas, Auburn, Kentucky is in there. They are. But the thing is, they're not, you know, a lot. Nobody's a lot, but everybody, like, everything's up in the air. Like, Edwards, but you want to see what I'm hearing on the side of the Villanova. Yes, the home is good for him. He loves Villanova. Also, he was excited about it. I mean, yeah. Villanova's. I said I would say one of the top three teams. You know, Kentucky's another one, and Tennessee's another one. I think um, it's it's a, it's a high. You know, the two SEC teams are battling over, but Edwards could commit to Nova. Like, you don't look at this report and say, you know, what you're getting out of this is hell yeah. He's it's a, he's it's high interest of Edwards going to Villanova. And I think if if now with Kyle Neptune coming to his game, see that had to happen because he was offered around the time you know Jay Wright was dead. That, that was the offer. Now with Kyle Neptune being there and him coming to games and being aggressive, this is big because Kyle Neptune's a predator, man. So if he's going for somebody, Edwards could be there. I see Edwards definitely being there at a time. Um, I just think over all the schools, you look at Kentucky. I, I see always Kentucky is a, you know, but it's never like it used to be anymore. You know, Kentucky's not that school that can just snatch you up anymore. And then the NIL deals, I mean, goodness. NIL deals are there. It's so much money around basketball. It's not like that before. When Kentucky was first one and done, it was so easy to, to be attracted to Kentucky because they were accepting one and done's guys who were going to leave and get their money. And so it gives you a college chance to get the, the, get the, the, the university and exposure you know, but it's not like that no more. Once teams started winning and figured out how to win, that dynamic went. And then, you know, students, they already knew if you come out of, you came out of high school with the hype, it's a one and done. You know, you can go anywhere. You want to win. You know, but it all came down to the one and done scenario. You know, so that's how that really transpired. Now you're looking at this. Justin Edwards, it's not, he's not a one and done like, you look at draft boards, he could become a, a first-round pick, but he's not really on the – he's being looked at, but he's not that guy. It's like Cam Whitmore. Cam Whitmore just started becoming a guy mentioned. Once he hit the USA and did what he did in the USA, because it was already – look, people were already looking at him. You know, I, he, and I'm speculating one and done if the colleges – but once he did it in Team USA – I mean, the, the, the domination, the MVP. I mean, he really should have been the MVP at the McDonald's. Look at the game he had in the McDonald's. He's been dominant every game he goes to. So Cam Whitmore is that, now you look at Justin Edwards, he's the other guy. He's a guy that could get a pro, you know, offer to go to the G League. It's definitely possible. He's one of those type of guys, not the type of guy you coming out and it's a draft pick. Once you're inserted into the G League Ignite, then all of a sudden, this stuff is politics, too. But it's not an automatic 
it's not an automatic like K Soto. You know, it's guys that you're not gonna autom- you gotta really combine your hype, go there and you gotta play. I mean, look at Deshaun Nix. You gotta you gotta go there, you gotta play. So he's just not that type of guy. Now, going back to it, yeah, Edwards, uh Deshaun Harris Smith, and the it's it's a couple of big guys that we gotta pay attention to in this class. Um, Jaden High and Armani Hansberry are two guys who I think could both still go. This could be four guys committing. They didn't go get a, a transfer once Brian Antoine went. It's room now. This is a, this is a four-man class. Wherever you do, this is a four-man class. Solton and Dwelly, another guy. Solton and Dwelly is a guy to look at. Um, they've had interest in him, power forward high-level three-star, or dynamic high-level by uh, high-level sports. I, he, he's, he moved to Philadelphia, playing for Newman Garetti, and he's, he's doing the same thing. He's one of the top power forwards, two-way power forwards in the country. And if, if Zayden High don't go right, I, I, they could go for Solon and Dwelly. Or they could go for another guard. Harry Booth is another guy who's uh, been interesting. So I think Villanova definitely wants two power forwards. I, I'm, I'm, they're still, listen, to, to still be recruiting Kerry Booth, Soda and Dwelly is still in there, um, Sean Simmons, we'll see where it goes, it's more like Temple on him, they haven't really, it's been no real pickup, drilling over to Sean Simmons, uh, but he was on there, I know he was on 247, just to not steer you away from who they're really after, DJ Wagner, no, 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 double no, no DJ Wagner, hopes out, Chase, good night. Thanks for coming out. Stop it. Don't even think about it. Listen, I'm not saying he's not going to try to pursue him. I'm not saying it's out there. Now, right now, it's kind of decent. And decent means he's still an interest. And, you know, and it's a possibility they can make a little pitch so it's, uh, uh, at the end of the Because right now, it's Louisville, Kentucky. Right, that's just it, and that's all. You know, um... Deshaun Harris Smith and Justin Edwards. Justin Edwards is their DJ Wagner right now. That, that's their DJ Wagner. They're, and they can get him. They can get DJ Wagner, Justin Edwards, Zayden High, and Amani Hansberry. What percentage do I say that is an actual, that actually happens? And I'm going by fives. So I'm not going to go to where well, I could. I can go to 80, 80, 88, 88%. That's going to happen. And, and we're stopping that real hard. The only one that's stopping 100 is Justin Edwards. It's a tug of war, I think, uh, uh, and Zayden High. Zayden High, listen, Zayden High, he's, 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 he's a guy that has a lot. The big school right now to contend with for Zayden High is Arkansas. But Michigan's coming. Michigan, listen, it's going to get, get real. It's about to get real. Uh, Alabama's there. Okay, like it's gonna get real. Like Michigan is dead. Michigan, Jawan Howard, and that that Michigan recruit is no joke. It, it's not even a game. It's not a game. So now, but the thing is, you still got Kyle Neptune. Neptune got more. He got more on his recruiting repertoire than any of these guys. This is Kyle Neptune we're talking about. So I'm telling you right now, if Neptune wants Jaden, I'm not saying Jaden. I say at the end of the day, Zayden's a, we're talking about all these guys are smart. So everybody wants a good program. 
the end of the day, Zayden's on a good program. I would say that's the good program he chooses. And me being the guy, I'm not taking nothing away from none of the programs. But what I'm saying is, that's a good program. At the end of the day, Zayden will make a decision to choose no. He's a championship guys. So he would make that decision to choose and and he's already said he likes Nova. They they recently just started contacting him a lot. Listen, Satan High would be and Amani Hansberry would be such a great commitment. Because we're talking about Deshaun Harris Smith and Justin Edwards, right? And that's a top ten class. That's easily a top ten class. Like those to have those type of big men and you still got an Choku and Dixon with you know in here and you bring those guys in like that's crazy. I'm sticking with that. Hansberry has a um, Hansberry's coaches. You know, I'm gonna just keep it. I like to keep it. I don't go with sources of who told me, but one of Hansberry's coaches um it's real close to Villanova coaches. They have been on the Hansberry for years, so we're not just talking about Jay Wright. We're talking about the coaches that have been cool. Cal Neptune, he talks with um, Jay Wright often. He wants the blueprint. He wants a piece of the, along with building his blueprint, he still wants to be taught by Mr. Miyagi. Daniel's son and Mr. Miyagi still talk. This is how it is. And so it's only gonna go good. I mean, and the thing is, talking about this roster, the X factors of this roster, what is supposed to happen with Villanova basketball? Y'all, it's a sunny day, by the way. I'm out here in Huntington Park, Philadelphia, Huntington Park, enjoying the sun, enjoying the beautiful Philadelphia people. Everybody's out, kids running around, um, the sun, and the bugs are out too. Watch out, okay? It's not a game. Okay, um, Calib Daniels, Unbelievable, unbelievable player that is not getting the credit. What are we do? What are we talking about? Like when we talk, we still talk about Justin. Moore. People talk about Justin Moore. You know, people talk more about Eric Dixon and and, and Slater and then Cam Whitmore and Armstrong. This team goes nowhere without Caleb Daniels. Absol- I don't care what Caleb Whitmore does. I don't care what nobody does. Did you see how he played in the tournament? Did you see how athletic he became? He, he's more. Let me tell you what Khalid Daniels' transformation reminds me of. It's two transformations. One of the transformations is Amari Spellman. Amari Spellman came in a, another weight and got, I don't know, listen, Villanova has some of the best strength and conditioning people of all time. Put the word out. Because Eric Pascal did the same thing. He lost weight, was stronger, hop, could jump better. And and the same thing happened to Khalid Daniels. That's from a center to a to a forward to a guard he not only did he can he conditioned so good he could play small forward and defend it in the college level at 64 6'3 6'3 6'4 6'3 6'4 he's just 200 pounds 6'3 6'4 it's some people are saying 6'4 he's like 6'3 got more muscle on him he can jump the way he was jumping blocking shots one of them shots he blocked, he looked like Dante DiVincenzo. He could shoot the lights out. 
what Villanova is getting is what if Dante Dante DiVincenzo would have stayed? Because I always say Dante DiVincenzo and Mario Spellman should have stayed. Even though you get that first round pick money, I dig it. I understand for DiVincenzo. Spellman should have stayed. But I didn't even think DiVincenzo was going to like, but once the more to the draft and then the night of the draft, hearing what his name was, I was like, wow, he's going to be like a top 20 pick. Uh, Spellman, yeah, it was late first round. He, I was so I was thinking, man, he'll be a first round pick too. I, I didn't even think it would be that late. I think it might have been like twenty. I thought it would be like 28, 25, 28, 27, 26 at at, at the you know where, where Spellman would be, but he still was right there late. But to 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 have both of them stay, Dante Jefferson would have been a top five pick. Spellman would have been a top ten pick. They would have won another championship. And now you got Cliff Daniels playing, and then you got Slater. People don't understand the good players. That they, let's just talk about what Villanova has. Let's let's be real for a minute. Slater was playing very good. He was back to his early year self during the tournament, from 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 the Big East tournament all the way through. He was shooting smoother. He's playing great defense. Uh, flow of the ball. Things looking easy to him. He's playing real good. And he'll be even better next year. You got to be scared. When guys like, especially Villanova guys, get another year, or any college guy that's good gets another year, that's it's just going to be better. Just like Jermaine Samuels and Gillespie had their best years. Had their best years. It, it was no secret that them guys were going to be good. So you should be scared of Caleb Daniels. He's going gonna, gonna to be games where he hit 30 on you. He's going to be shooting from everywhere. He's a dynamic, he's the best scorer. I don't care what, listen, y'all can say what anybody want to say about St. John's, Kadari Richmond. You can say whatever you want to say. Say whatever you want to say. Like, but, the, the realness of Caleb Daniels is experience. He's been in those games. A lot of these guys haven't even been in the war he's been in. They haven't even been in the games, the postseason games, and just the grind of coming from another school that was not winning, being all the pressure on your back to come in and adjust into a whole nother school like Villanova and being elite, being one of the elite players every year. This guy's going to come in and nobody's going to even have, like, I just don't, like, it needs to be a bigger report on who, how good Khalid Daniels is going to be. What do I think he scores? I told people what people would score last year, they didn't believe me. What, what did Villanova average? Closer, go look at the tweet. Go look at the tweet and look at what they said the combined average would be and what I said. And then look at what Villanova averaged last year. This team is going to have Slater getting around 15 a game. Um, I think Daniels gets 17. I think he gets 17. Um, Cam Whitmore is going to get about 15 a game. I think he's he's going to warrant that. He just, who's going to stop him? He's a grown man on their court. He's, he's physically ready to play at a college level. And sometimes you're good, but you're not physically ready to play at a college level. He's physically ready to play at a college level. He is 
is physically ready to play. So, and then you look at um, what's going to happen at the guard position. You know Daniels is going to let him be the shooting guard. Now that I look at what people say, Daniels should not be. He, he could be a shooting, a point guard. I think you let him run around. I'm with Allen Ray now. You let him you let him run around and be Allen Ray. Because that, that's the closest thing to Allen Ray that Villanova's had in a long time. Caleb Daniels. Like, he, you let him be the two guard. And you look for, I, I think if you look at a point guard, you got to see between Brizzy and between between Brizzy and Armstrong, who's ready? I think it's, it, you got two point guards on their team. You, you do that. See, Archie, Archie, Chris Archie is a, a combo guard. You can play him in between, but he's not your starter. Not when you got guys that's talented as Brizzy and, and, and Armstrong. And I'm not taking nothing away from Chris Archie, but he's just not those guys, talent level. And, and Brizzy's been a point guard, and he's he's a point guard that gets others involved. That's his that's his repertoire. That's what he does. Like you know, that's not Archie's more of a shooter. He's gonna shoot the ball. He, he makes good decisions. He doesn't make mistakes. He's not as athletic, but he can shoot the ball, and he's a smart player. But Brizzy's more athletic, better handles. Uh, this he can play, and he can shoot from the outside. He, he, he can really shoot from the outside. That's gonna be that's a Villanova point guard. But Armstrong is like on 3.0 of that. Like, I'm sorry. I, I'm just, I know it's a lot of Brizzy fans, and they don't want to hear that. But I'm trying to be real. And Armstrong is just such a good leader and such a good distributor. He's, he makes so much more better plays. With every great play that Brizzy makes, he's two steps ahead of that play. That's how you judge that. Because Brizzy can make good plays all day. Be a good player. But Armstrong can make something even better than the play that Brizzy made. And, and that's just... I'm sorry. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. But that's not saying that that'll happen when they when they battle for the spot. Brizzy could end up being that guy that's two steps ahead of Armstrong. Right now is what I'm seeing. What I've seen from these guys in separate occasions, separate games, watching tapes, watching Brizzy play clutch games, watching Armstrong play clutch games, seeing the, uh, the Team USA you know, I still want to get some uh, tape back, a full tape back. I'm looking to get that back. I, I, I just really wanted to see the whole, because everybody, Kel Kel, Anthony Black, I'm just, it's a lot of good players I wanted to see anyway. I just wanted to see those guys. Like the McDonald's game, when I finally got saw the whole McDonald's game, I didn't get a chance to, to watch it. When I finally saw the whole McDonald's game, I was just like, those, Nick Smith Jr., another guy that had a real good game. Um, just, just a good, good game. I think Mark Armstrong has proven he should have been a McDonald's All-American. Well, it's a lot of guys that should have been, but he's definitely McDonald's All-American type of point guard. And um, so Mark, I'm, I'm just, I'm just looking. And another, another thing is this, which is kind of not fair to Brizzy, but the chemistry that him and Armstrong are building, it's like Gillespie and Samuels. You remember when Justin Moore and Jeremiah Robinson Earl were also on 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 the USA teams? It's just the chemistry, but you didn't even see that chemistry from them. But you saw Gillespie and Samuels in the Jordan Brand game develop a chemistry. You, it, it was just there. It was just there. When you see that chem, that, that's how I'm looking at Whitmore and Armstrong. The same forward, the point guard, same thing, same positions. It's ironic, right? That this could be the next Gillespie and Samuels, Mark Armstrong, and and Cam Whitmore. 
I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But that's not fair to Bridget. I know a lot of people, I don't mean to, like, it's, it's, I hate doing that, man. It's just like Villanova, when people was talking about Connor Watkins and he should be at the quarterback, but Danny, 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 yo, Danny the man was still here. Daniel Smith was still the quarterback. And people was like hitting me up like, oh, well, Connor Smith is this. He should be. Daniel Smith is the best guy. I'm sorry. But in this situation, none of them have been on the on the court. That they ain't been playing. And 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 Joe Brizzy was recruited first, and that's another reason why, you know, as a, as an analyst, it's so hard to be real, because what you got to do is, because I understand y'all y'all came that they came. People was like, oh, then you know, they, it was some some relationship that they had. They was talking about Gillespie was, you know, I'm, I'm hearing it, and I had to confirm it. Yeah, Gillespie tutored them. He was like the guy next in line. It, it looked like he was next in line. But now there's a new coach in town. That's not the deal. He don't he don't care what Jay Wright says on that part. It's who he, he likes. But to learn the coaching, and to get your scoop on players, and then then you go out and do your evaluation. And as it looks now, it's just so. Because that's not how you win. That's not that's not how you win a point guard job. If Mark Armstrong is better, because it's up in the air now. If Mark Armstrong comes in and becomes better. He gets that time. It's just like Sadiq Bay. You know, I don't care who was before him, who was recruited. If he's playing good enough to start, he gets that time. Like, that's just what it is. So it's up in the air now. So Brizzy wants it. He has to win it. I understand he was, you know, shacked up and roomed up with, you know, and then, you know, you had him close to Gillespie and the coaches was. You know, he came in and it was his time, but ironic. And then I'm telling you, I'm telling people, I'm telling people now, I was going to say the same thing with Jay Wright, but I still was like, maybe Mark Armstrong. Then I kept on thinking Khalid would be the shooting, but I think if Jay Wright was the coach this year, Angelo Brizzy could be the coach. I mean, I mean, excuse me, could be the point guard. Because... Jay Wright grooms who he grooms. He gives you a chance. Not to say Mark Armstrong wouldn't get that crazy time this year off the bench. He would have did him like he did any other freshman. Come in to get your feet. Gillespie. He didn't get front. He didn't just rush Gillespie. He didn't rush Samuels. He didn't rush Dada. They got time. They earned time. They got the little bit of time. You can't say Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson came. Point guard position was really in, in dire need. You can't say Archer Diagonal. They needed Archer Diagonal. They needed to throw him in there. So those two guys came at the at, at so, like saviors. Like saviors. One after another. Both of them was point guard. You know, Archie became the shooting guard in the 2016 season. They had both of them in there. Brunson was the more pure point guard. Wow. And that's what happens. And then you look at Amari Spellman. Who did we have that was going to play center that was going to challenge Amari Spellman? Reynolds had already left, you know. You know, he had his time. Remember Daryl Reynolds had his time? And we had no no one. No one. We needed a center. That's why a freshman had to start. When freshmen's come in, Jay Wright is not looking for you. If you start showing you, know, you could play, you'll get time. Like Longino. Like Longino. Y'all saw... As good as much as y'all wanted Longino to play, he didn't play as much as y'all voted for. You know why? Because he was a freshman. 
no matter how good Lon Gino was going to be. And it was times, if Lon Gino was, I kind of rock with y'all with the Nova Nation. If Lon Gino was healthy, he would have played maybe over. I don't think he would have just, they, they both would have played. They both would have played. But starting, it could have been Lon Gino. I, I rock with y'all on that. I think Lon Gino could have started over Antoine. But it's all about Jay Wright favor, I'm telling you. Jay Wright went straight for Antoine. He didn't, you know, he could have put Archie Diacono in there. He didn't. He had all the voting confidence in the world in Antoine. And if Longino was there, they would have had both of them. They would have seen who, they would have both got time. They would have both got time. They would have both got time. They just had no depth. That's how Jay Wright, listen, if Jay Wright, you're in Jay Wright's favor, you're going to get his lesson. And Antoine was an elder statesman. Antoine would have started. Longino would have came off the bench. That's what I would have thought. But Longino, I could have been returning. Longino would have started, I possibly. But I just, I'm going with his elder statesman. This is how I write. This is how it goes. But Longino, we would have won because Longino would have been there with an extra firepower with Antoine. It would just, no, no question. Whatever Antoine didn't bring, Longino would have brought. I think that could have happened. And then it could have been a situation where Longino played so good the next game they would have made the championship. Longino starts, and then I would have thought that would have happened because I was disappointed in Antoine. I was disappointed. I was so di- and I'm a di- You know I'm an Antoine, Brian Antoine, Scotty Lewis fan. I was disappointed. I was disappointed. I was like, man, you know, this was your chance. This looks so stiff. I think it's just too much pressure. Every time we touch that ball with Villanova, they're expecting Antoine we're, we're all, I know I am. I'm expecting Antoine, and that's just what it is. I'm expecting Antoine to explode. I, I, I had all the patience in the world. But, hey, he's going to do good at Radford because it's every game he's going to be dependent on. It's not one player. I'm looking at Radford. They're doing some okay recruiting. I'm going to say good recruiting. For, for Radford, when I say good, I mean for, for that school. And them bringing Antoine in, they got some other guys coming in, transfers and stuff. Raffer's looking to try to make an NCAA tournament appearance. They've made one before. Might have been the last seed, but they made it. And with Antoine and that division, that's a little different, man. Stuff is different. Raffer got some people coming there that's going to help them win their division, win their conference. I, 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 listen, Antoine played every, every game to about 30 minutes. He's going to score. He's going to... Watch what happens with Antoine at Radford. Watch him. He's going to get the ball. He's going to be a great – watch what happens. They they need him. Plus, Radford, they need him to succeed for Radford to have other guys that want to come in. He's their advertiser. He's their poster guy. He's their poster guy. Because if, if, if Radford succeeds and Antoine becomes – you know, well, they're not going to count the, the injury thing against you. The injury thing against them will be a win. If he just stays injured Radford, that would be a win for them just bringing somebody there. But if he plays there and he's eight points a game and, 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 and starter minutes, it's it's over for Radford. Like, nobody going to win. Like, oh, whoa, we come to Radford. and get, Antoine, what do he need to score? In my opinion, in my honest opinion, between 18 and 20 points a game. That's what he needs to score for him to be a first-round pick from Radford. But for to be successful, he just needs to score 15 a game. Get him 15, and he's good. But to be a first-round pick from Radford and, and bring back the Antoine 
he needs to score 18 and 20. And I kind of, I'm kind of putting pressure because it's Radford, and he he could score 20 a game for Radford. I don't care what nobody said. Listen, Sky Lewis played for Florida. If he would have went to Radford, or he would have went to Bowling Green, he'd have been 20 point. They're not getting those caliber guys. So I think, and we're not just talking about stars. We're talking about players of his. He's a he, he has special gifts as a scorer. He go to Radford. They let him loose. Things happen. Once again, y'all, I'm here and I'm in Huntington Park in North Philadelphia. Follow the leader. Um, Caleb Daniels has to be the X Factor. Music in Philadelphia. Live out here, man. Little break for y'all to hear the Philadelphia music. Cars everywhere. Usually, I usually take a break and be like, all right, pause, here come the music, but, you know, look to the culture of Philadelphia. People are out. It's a beautiful day. No, no, no drama going on. People out with their kids, and, you know, we're near the area where it's Latinos mixed with uh, blacks, and this is cool, hunting and part, hunting and part. Cool day. We're right in Father Leader Sports Podcast, so live in Huntington Park. Once again, I'm talking Villanova basketball. And yes, the big news was Villanova's going at the Malik Palmer, Malachi Palmer, and Jacob Theoto to be point guards to commit to Villanova. No offer's been done yet, but it's only a matter of time. Coach Nardi's recruiting both of them. Kyle Neptune has met with Malachi Palmer, big time prospect. Um, he should get his fifth star soon. 2024 looks like one of those good, good. County, County Ross has been a guy that, Roos has been a guy that's popped up for 2024. Uh, Darren Harris has popped up for 2024 from Paul Six. Okay, those are two names to look out for also in 2024. So there's Malachi Palmer. There's Jacob Theoso. There's um, K- Carrie, there's a not Carrie Booth, but there's Candy, Candy Roths, Candy Roofs, and there's Power Forward, and there's Darren Harris, small forward. You know, he could play Power Forward too. So you got four guys already for 2024 that they're thinking about. And like I say, Jacoy Hutchinson, watch out. In 2023, he's from IMG. If things don't go right within uh, Justin Edwards, could they offer Jacoy? They have already approached him before. Could they offer Kerry Booth? Hey, he's the, the son of Calvin Booth, uh, one of the best executives in the NBA. Uh, Penn State guy. What's happening? Penn State's also after Monty Hansberry. Penn State's also after, you know, Malachi Palmer. Malachi Palmer went out to Penn State. He's already visited Penn State. So Penn State's another school. They are Penn State and Arkansas are out there. Like I said, Penn State High, Arkansas is the team. So Villanova's in a battle, new battles with some of the hottest, you know, around, you know, so this is gonna be something big to look at. Yo, I'm about to get out of here, y'all. Villanova basketball, man. Um, it's great right now. It's a great time. That's the first thing I want to say to Villanova basketball fans. It's a great time. It's a good team. Carrie, Caleb Daniels, this is this, this is my prediction. This is where I think it should be, and I'm sorry. This is where I'm staying. I have my 
starting five change more if it changes. But Caleb Daniels, Mark Armstrong, Cam Whitmore, Brandon Slater, and Eric Dixon should be the starting five. Let those guys work. Let Mark Armstrong work with this starting five. And my God, I think this guy is something special. Like, he could easily be going after his sophomore year. He could easily be going as a first year if everything, it just depends on how everything clicks, but it's just he's not going to be able to score as much as the next year. You know, when Khalid Daniels leaves and Slater leaves, and then you still got Mark Armstrong and Cam Whitmore is going to be gone. Mark Armstrong is going to be a guy scoring for that team, so I think he's a two-and-done. Yes, if Mark Armstrong starts after his second year, first-round picks are going to come knocking, and they're going to see how good he is because he's really special athletically. I didn't realize how especially was athletically until I saw just how easy he moves around the court and the Team USA again, like, Jesus. Then the last couple of games he played in his high school, like, Jesus Christ. I mean, but he's, he's more athletic now. He's The way he jumped up and dunked, like, Jesus, alley-oop, like, come on, man. That's, that's the point guard really overheads? The athleticism on that starting five would be bar none. You bring Brizzy off the bench. Give him that time. It would mess teams up to bring Brizzy off the bench. All right? It would mess teams up with a guy that athletic ball handling skill that could shoot like that. Then you got Christy Archidiacono as your backup shooting guard. Uh, you know, then people probably, oh, how's it? Listen, y'all got to stop. Archie's dead. This is, the, this is the backup. This is the backup roles. Archie can shoot. Archie's going to be the smart man there. Now, I want to say Hauser won't get some time. I'm not going to say that because, as you see, he's, I mean, how Jay Wright was getting toward playing some of the young guys, getting some time. I see Neptune giving Hauser some time. No question. But they need to back up small forward. So Jordan Lanchino would back up, be a great backup to Cam Whitmore, and he would be one D guy off the bench with Brizzy. And then you got Trey Patterson. Do you know how strong that bench is, that experience that Trey Patterson has? To have Longino, to have Brizzy, that's crazy. Then you still got Archie Diacono with Nana Njoku. That's a sophomore on the bench. It's not a freshman no more. So that's a, that's a, just watch how surprisingly good this Villanova team is. The best guys off the bench will be Longino and uh, Patterson. I'm sorry. I mean, I know Brizzy's good, but Patterson and Longino is going to be ignorant. Archie Diagono, he's definitely going to be able to, like, this is going to be the Njoku situation, giving him some time behind Dixon. I think that happens. I think to see him get some rebounds and block shots to be an athletic guy, it's going to be big. Somebody here, y'all, this is Follow the Leader Sports Podcast on Nova Radio, all on basketball. I'm out, y'all. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, check HighLevelSports.com out. We are doing a lot of draft coverage. Check out my top 10 most NBA ready 2022 NBA play draft prospects. Also check out my one-on-one on VU Sports. I got a lot of football prospects I'm covering. Also Malachi Palmer. And I have more coming. Uh, follow me on Facebook, please. Um, I'm out, y'all. Leader Johnson. Also follow High Level Sports on Twitter. I'm out, y'all. Follow Leader.